Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue a theme that we started on Monday, and that theme was being in the way of God and doing and living according to the ways of the Lord. And we started the week by speaking about the fact that before believers in Jesus were called Christians, and referring to what and to who they were following, the earliest description of them were followers of the way. And we see this in Acts 9, a soul who, of course, became Apostle Paul, was seeking after those Jewish souls who acknowledged Jesus as Messiah. We read in Acts chapter 9, verses 1 and 2, Now Saul, breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked for letters from him to the synagogues at Damascus, so that if he found any belonging to the way, both men and women, he might bring them bound back to Jerusalem. It's interesting that for our Jewish people, they live by the Torah, which literally means in English, instruction. And for all practical purposes, the instructions were given to live a certain way of life. And of course, we know a declaration that Jesus made in the Gospel of John. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And when we looked at the Greek and Hebrew words for way, we see these definitions. It was a course of life, a mode of action, a way of living, a road, a journey that we're on. And of course, it meant a way of conduct. So this week we'll be talking about the beginning of the ways of the Lord being out of the way or in the way. There's only two choices. We're only in and doing the ways of God or we're not doing the ways of God and we're out of the way of God. And the more we realize what it takes to be in the way, we see that there are obstacles and conflicts in our lives because we judge things by outward appearances. But being in the way of God and doing the ways is really a condition, an internal condition that regards our heart and our mind. 
And if there's inner division or conflict within us, we are not in the way of the Lord, but we are out of the way of the Lord. So what are some of these divisions or conflicts? We read from James chapter 4, verse 1, which says, What is the source of quarrels and conflicts among you? Is not the source your pleasures that wage war in your members? And Jimmy, what is this actually saying? It's either choosing our way or the way of the Lord. It's either living by our flesh and our soulish tendencies, or it's living through the spirit that God has put within us. It's powerful. We also looked at Mark chapter 3, verse 24. If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. The same is said for a household. If it's divided, it cannot stand. The word doesn't say it will not stand, but we emphasize the fact that it said it cannot stand. And if that's true for a household, if that's true for the kingdom, is it not true for us as individuals? Are we living in the ways of God or are we out of his ways? And we pointed out in Psalm 139 verse 2 that God knows our conditions and sees our conflicts. Psalm 139 verse 2 says, Thou dost scrutinize my path and my lying down and are intimately acquainted with my ways. We then read from James. This is where we spoke about um, being out of the way in James 3, verses 8 to 10, which says, But no one can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil and full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come both blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be this way. So we see our tongue represents a real conflict. And who among us hasn't, who cannot identify with this verse, having speaking evil or speaking life? So that's where we left off yesterday. And we'd like to pick up that theme today because divisions in our lives occur when we compartmentalize our lives. You know, you can be a leader in the church. You could be a biblical scholar. You might be an evangelist. You might even sense a real anointing as well as other people have see an anointing on you and yet still have areas in your life that are out of the way. And if this is the situation, we are not doing the ways that the Lord has instructed us to live in. In other situations, it seems that you can have just enough faith or just enough Christianity to make yourself miserable because you don't want to live the way you used to, but at the same time, you are not surrendered enough to the ways of the Lord to live by the word of God. And therein, in and of itself, there's a conflict, there's a division in a person's life. That division within keeps you out of the ways of the Lord. We know the Bible says very clearly, we cannot serve two masters. Jesus walked the earth and said, I do always those things that please him. And we know what he cried out. He said to the Father, Lord, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Junie, this is such a message for all of us, isn't it? For you and me included. It is, Shelley, because known as the way, it also implies to do God's will. Hallelujah, yes. And Jesus taught us to pray, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
the one who said he is the way, the truth, and the life, taught us to pray. So I'd like to go over some scriptures about God's will, which is the only way. Jesus said, I always did those things that pleased the Father. In other words, as the Son of Man, he didn't live according to his own will. He lived according to the will of the Father and taught us the way to walk. So we read in John seven seventeen, if anyone's will is to do God's will, he, know, he will know whether the teaching is from God or whether I am speaking on my own authority. In other words, are we speaking just on our own authority or are we speaking through the power of the Holy Spirit, the word of God, to teach our listeners to learn to know God's will and to walk in his way. In Romans 8.27, And he who searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. So that's why when we turn to God and we ask him, his desire for us, the Holy Spirit can speak to us because he intercedes for us according to the will of God. We might have good ideas. We might even try to help God do stuff. But the truth of the matter is the way of God is different than our way, altogether different. First Peter 3.17 says, For it is better to suffer for doing good if that should be God's will than to do evil. So sometimes we can do the will of God and find that we're suffering. But the word of God encourages us not to grow weary in well-doing. So we want to do the will of God and walk in the way of God. In Second Chronicles 20, verse 6, And he said, O Lord, the God of our fathers, are you not God in the heavens? And are you not ruler over all the kingdoms of the nations? Power and might are in your hand so that no one can stand against you. So it's very important that when we live in the ways of God, and we feel opposition or people coming against us, we know we are one with God. And Shelley, the martyrs of the first century, lost their life because they walked in the way. Stephen was stoned to death because he walked in the way. And today, in the last days, when things are so much worse, just two more scriptures, Proverbs 19.21 Many plans are in a man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord will stand. So if we look to God's counsel, we might have plans in our heart that aren't of God. Therefore, if we desire to do his will, his way, not our own, he will instruct us in the way to go. And Isaiah forty-three thirteen, Even from eternity, I am he. And there is none who can deliver out of my hand. I act and who can reverse it. So, so it's an encouragement to all of us to look to God, 
through the power of the Holy Spirit for instruction to live in the way of God Amen. by doing God's will. Amen. You know, Junie, while you were talking, I just thought of how anybody who has a computer knows that before you go onto a site, you have to press www, which I think means wide world web. But you know, as you were speaking, it, it's clear to me there's a there's a much more important www for us to live in. That is the way, the will, and the word of God. Hallelujah. We need to be living in the ways of God, doing His will by according, obeying, to, according to His word. Yes. Lord. So I pray that that stays with all of us. www refers to our life. Are we living in the ways of God by doing His will? according to his word. And picking up again, Junie, the whole issue of uh, uh, breakdown or being out of the way, we see there's a description of King Amaziah in Second Chronicles 25, verse 2, which says, And he did right in the sight of the Lord, yet not with a whole heart. Again, there's another W. Our heart must be holy the Lord. Thou shalt love the Lord with all thy heart. So he, it appeared that he was fine, but there was a division, a conflict in his life. Compare this, and this is what we'll close with. First Chronicles 28, 9. This was instructions to Solomon as he was becoming king. First Chronicles 28, verse 9. As for you, my son Solomon, know the God of your father and serve him with a whole heart and a willing mind. There's two W's, a whole heart, willing mind. For the Lord searches all hearts and understands every intent of the thoughts. If you seek him, he will let you find him. But if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. Lord, I pray the instructions to David, to Solomon, become the instructions for all of us to live in the ways of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525.